1: I'm ready to wave the white flag. How about you, Larry? <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: you might notice today, Kevin, that I am uh just in, in an attempt to, you know, revel in a victory of any kind. My USC Trojans, I'm still in the afterglow of that glorious win over uh the 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 dreaded UCLA Bruins in a a barn burner, high-scoring, yeah. crazy game. I am attempting to keep that good feeling going while I'm watching what is, uh, I don't even know what I saw today. Uh, We saw two bad teams go at each other and our bad team uh, lost,
1: <laughs> our bad team lost. You know, I would. So yes, Rams, See,
0: How is how is that for sports analysis, right there? Rams lost now, back to the to, Saints. Back right? to you, Kevin, for the weather. All I,
1: right. I titled um, I titled one of our episodes last week where we had on um, we had on mm-hmm. Jeff uh, from from the Saints podcast. I, I titled right. it which team what uh, which team sucks worse, Rams that. or Saints. Um, oh. Then I appeared on their podcast and it was a lot of fun. I really appreciate them having me inside Black and Gold podcast. But they also titled that episode something along the lines of Battle of the Sucky (laughs) Team, something along, something in that realm. And that's, that's exactly what we got. And man, this, the Saints sure looked a lot less sucky than the Rams did, didn't they?
0: (laughs) I mean, There were moments, I mean, again, there were, I mean, there were, you know, in trying to look for the positives, mostly in the first half, there were, there was, uh, you know, Tutu Atwell scoring his first touchdown. What a great play. Uh, uh, Matthew Stafford discovering that he has other receivers besides Cooper Cup out of necessity, but there must have been seven or eight guys who had catches today and, uh, you know, uh, Jefferson getting involved and Alan Robinson, you know, starting to show up, you know? So there were kind of all these moments where it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe, you know, we're trying to kind of put something together. And, uh, but you know, Matthew Stafford, Taken out, yep. uh, another concussion protocol going on again. Bryce Perkins comes in, third string quarterback because Wolford has a, <laughs> a neck injury and yep. can't come in. Yep. I mean, it was just like, oh man, things just can't get worse at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, it's bad. So, which is why uh, I took the time today as. Things started to take a turn, Kevin, um, and I was already a little trepidatious. You know, look, uh, we we always commend people for jumping on the bandwagon and staying on the bandwagon no matter what. And one of the things about our background that we said is that we, you know, we took on the Rams when they came back to town. So we are relatively new to being Rams fans. But it was not immediate success. And even after some success, we had, you know, some really rough times. And, and, you know, it came back around to a championship last year. So, you know, but there are moments where it's, It's kind of like you don't want to stare at the actual wreck anymore because you just need to to look away. And so if you were feeling that way today for this uh, Rams team and you have some sort of broadcast channels on your television, I, I want to give you... Uh, what you could have been watching today oh. instead of this Rams debacle, <laughs> and and a couple of these things, I want you to tell me what you think they might be. Uh, I mean, sure, there was uh, depending on which uh, you know city you're watching, mm-hmm. there were other NFL games to watch, or the exciting LPGA golf tour, uh-huh. or um, women's college field hockey on ESPNU, or even an uh, episode of Nature on PBS where you can get an in a intimate look at the wildlife of Lapland, a region in northern Finland. <laughs> almost almost went to that for a good hour. But um, <laughs> but there were some other options, and I'm going to see if maybe you can help me out with what you think these might have been. In Instead of watching Ram Saints today, Kevin, uh, would you have watched something called King... Tweety. King Tweety. Okay. And can you tell me what that is? I'm not going to tell you the network, but I'm going to tell you. Can you make a guess as to what that is? Just Anything off the top? Yeah, of your King
1: head? Tweety. That's clearly got to be a documentary on Elon Musk. I mean, I don't know how it's not. <laughs> I don't know how it's not the life story of Elon Musk. Right at this point, King Tweety.
0: Fantastic guess. Yeah, uh, is that right? However, unfortunately, um, <laughs> that's wrong. Uh, that is uh, a direct-to-video film starring the beloved Looney Tunes character Tweety Bird oh, okay. on Cartoon Network. While on family vacation with Granny and Sylvester, <laughs> Tweedy is surprised to find out he is next in line for the throne. I'd, I'd much yeah. rather
1: watch that than the Elon Musk documentary, I'm going to be honest. I, yeah. I, I will watch Tweedy any old day.
0: Sounds like a King Ralph uh remake yeah yeah uh what about the show hamster and gretel hamster and gretel any ideas on that one
1: wow hamster and gretel no but i'm intrigued i I have a four-year-old nephew and one of my favorite things to watch with him on youtube are these little hamsters going through these mazes and they're so epic and it's it is it is intense and it is fun I'm gonna say it's something in that realm where we're watching a hamster go through some kind of maybe it's a maybe oh, god some kind some kind of hamster going through some some adventure is what I'm gonna say
0: a real hamster. Well, I I I'll give you half credit on that when it is a Disney Junior show. Hamster and Gretel is a 16 year old boy named Kevin. Hey. Kevin. hey who must work with his sister Gretel when she and her pet hamster are given superpowers by aliens and become a superhero duo dedicating to protecting
1: their city. (laughs) I am a thousand percent on board. One thousand percent.
0: And how many Disney Junior uh, creators are smoking something wacky? I know.
1: Huh? Yep, yep. I love thinking today's about today's the-
0: particular episode. While the Rams were playing, Hamster and Gretel face a half man, half horse villain who loves to party. Okay. So, okay, <laughs> I this should not be on Disney Junior. I have a feeling. Yeah. Well. Okay. Um, so we
1: could have been watching Rams Rams versus Saints or Hamster and Gretel versus half horse, half human yes. creature. Okay. Got it. Understood. Here's another
0: option for you uh, while the Rams and Saints were uh, playing to uh, a mess. Um, It's called Rooted. It's a regular show called Rooted. And I'll give you a hint. It's on the Smithsonian channel. Any ideas on rooted?
1: Wow, rooted. Okay. Well, I mean, it's funny because thinking about a sports uh, a sports context, it could be like, "Hey, we rooted for this team." I don't think it's that because it's on the Smithsonian channel. That would be an interesting That's- sort of title for a like a, a hardcore fan. But uh, I'm going to say it has something to do with um, like ancestry, like looking back at um, the lineage of maybe some. Ah oh, god, I don't some some big American icon. Let's say that's my vague guess.
0: That's why I wanted to give you a Smithsonian channel so you could maybe narrow it down a little bit. That is a fantastic guess, but <gasps> no, such a good guess. It's actually all about entering the hidden worlds among the branches of five of Africa's most iconic trees.
1: Wow, African trees? Rooted. Literally <laughs> it was about trees is what you're telling me. African trees.
0: African trees. So specifically. And finally, obviously, this time of year, you know that there are some channels that are entirely devoted during the season to original Christmas movies. And sure enough, Hallmark Channel is deep. Do you know any? Do you have anybody in your life who is completely into these Christmas movies when they start I, in October? I am going to have to ask
1: my mom because I would not be surprised if she is. But yes, I, I know they go crazy for them. They start popping up everywhere. Yeah.
0: All right, so I'm going to give you a little hint here because your previous guess was so creative, although not correct. (laughs) I'm going to give you a little hint that it might help you here. What about the Hallmark Channel movie My Family Christmas Tree? My Family Christmas Tree. Do you want to take a guess what the possible plot of My Family Christmas Tree on the Hallmark Channel might be about?
1: Wow, My Family Christmas Tree. I mean, it's... I'm trying to think what sort. What would make a tree last potentially generations of a like this tree continues to be handed down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm like, is this about an artificial tree that somebody bought at the 99 cent store and brought home, and it has lasted several generations? That's going to be my guess. I'm going with that, and
0: and it brings the family together. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, for for a heartwarming. Uh, <gasps> no, no, Kevin. No. <laughs> so we're gonna miss. actually. Your previous answer for rooted would have been appropriate here if you had just gone, I was trying to push you that direction. Uh My family Christmas tree, get this. When Vanessa receives the results from her family tree DNA test, she Uh discovers a family she didn't know existed and travels to their home for Christmas. Okay,
1: Okay. that's pretty brilliant.
0: No, Vanessa, don't do that. (laughs) Don't just show up. And, and on a on a family's doorstep at Christmas time, and go, hey, guess what? We're related. Uh, who bought me presents? It's it, it just <laughs> seems awkward.
1: You're right, because so, with with Christmas being about presents, the most important question I have is like, yeah, how are you going to know what to bring this family? You know, th- w- you got to make a good impression, and you're going to bring them the wrong gift, and that's that could be a nightmare.
0: Yeah, and and they and they could be what? What if it turns out they're Jewish? That throws the whole <sighs> oh, thing off. Wow, no. Anyway, Christmas. those are just some examples of some of the things you could have been watching instead of the Rams lose to the Saints today and uh it, there's part of me that wish i had yes yes actually chosen a couple of those you know
1: you gave you gave a couple nature options i think i would have gone down one of those paths i think maybe this place in finland and learning about the nature of what whatever that place was that's i'm and uh, Lapland, the african trees uh, that, i'm currently
0: kinda... the home of the home of Santa Claus, as no. it turns out, I didn't even add that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Here's a. All right. Well, interestingly enough, we're we're about to go into uh, a. a- segment I prepared that I'm bringing back from last week which is my random thoughts of the game right kevin's random that's ram with a, a random ram with an m <laughs> random thoughts of the game and you because you just brought up santa claus this wasn't one of my random thoughts but i i have noticed an increase in commercials that include what i'll call a sexy santa i'm seeing less and less of the fat santa being portrayed on these commercials and more and more of the oh yes i'm a grizzly chiseled man with a with a silver fox beard, have you have you noticed the same, Larry? Well, I, I definitely
0: have noticed that John Ham yeah. has been playing Santa for the uh, World Cup yep. ads that they've been doing for uh, NBC. So, you know, that's a pretty sexy Santa. I, I mean, I don't mind saying John Ham is yeah. uh, is uh, uh, pretty tasty. It's you a know? Very, uh,
1: very sexy. But Santa.
0: yeah, I I wonder if maybe there's a, a little bit more sensitivity to uh body image these days where they're like, you know, but but I I would embrace, you know, let Santa's body be the way it's supposed to be, but yeah, you know, who am I to say? Well, that's where I'm, I'm at.
1: In fact, there was a fat portrayal of Santa during a Wendy's commercial which I laughed way louder at than I should have where the Wendy's the <laughs> Wendy's employees were standing behind the counter looking at they're like, that's him. That's got to be him. And then we see a man who's sitting and eating his burger and looks kind of like Santa, and one of the employees says, "I'm going to go ask him and he, and he goes up to him, says, may I have a seat? And the Santa guy's like, sure. And then he ends up sitting on his lap. See, because instead of sitting across from him, he uh, sat on his lap. This, this was a totally impromptu random thought. I did not even mean to go down this thought. But here's the first one that I actually had prepared. <laughs> and my question, yes. Larry, for us to think about is, should I get a turducken? Because they sure were talking about turducken during that broadcast, weren't they? <laughs> they were pushing the heck out of turducken, which was very sweet. It was a tribute to John Madden, right? But they yes, brought it yes. into the it st- is an
0: NFL tradition yes. uh, from from that standpoint, anyway. But yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they brought it in. They brought it into the studio, the place that they advertised. They said it 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 shut down their website after they aired it. They sold sixty turducken. So uh, I will admit that I was hungry watching this game, and the turducken looked very good. So um, you know, for not. Having a great game to watch. That was fun to take in.
0: It is. It is a, a, a become a thing now. You can order turduckens online because if you think about it. Because we we have to make a, a point here. A, a turducken is a turkey mm-hmm. stuffed inside of a duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it goes the other, the other way, way around. around. It's 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 a chicken and a duck stuffed inside a duck stuffed inside a turkey. Yes. Yeah. Which is. Ridiculous, but apparently uh, very savory and tasty. And they they are now available for shipping worldwide. So you don't have to go find these things and start jamming them in the cavity of the other (laughs) bird and try and figure out how to make this tasty. They, uh, They also come stuffed with like you know, different fillings too, oh. like pork or crawfish
1: or all sorts of stuff. Wow. Uh, one of the, well, you know, it's funny because I sort of jokingly asked, should I get a And I'm not considering that, but you know what? I do think... You know, I'm a I am a citizen of this planet Earth, and I think before I leave it, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to make it happen. I'm gonna have to it's make it. It's a bucket
0: list thing, right? Totally, you gotta, totally. you gotta, totally. I'm with you. Uh, you know what? Hey, next time there's a holiday that comes up, you and I can hang. Okay, and uh, we'll we'll order turducken. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go we'll go halvesies on turducken.
1: I'm in for that. I'm totally in for that. Uh, here's here's a, a, a somewhat football related question that I'll that came to mind in in, in Kevin's <laughs> random thoughts. Here is how many Rams players do you think? Sean Sean McVay could be in a 40-yard dash because at one point they showed him sprinting down the sideline to call timeout. And we've seen this from him before. And the commentators are always blown away at how fast he is. And I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about a few of our star players, you know, Ramsey, Cup, I think, I think those guys could probably beat McVay, but when you get into Stafford and even Aaron Donald territory for as fast as he is, he's a big dude. Who Some of the linemen,
0: some of the, you know, slightly heavier linemen, still athletic, but maybe, you know, having to, you know, carry a lot of tonnage with them. Exactly. Going to slow him down a little bit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know, I've seen him. He it, not only running down the sidelines, but McVay is one of those co- coaches that will get out there and start, you know, winging passes back and forth with people, yep. and and getting physical. You know, he's in good shape. He's still young. Yep. Um, he's got some moves. Um, I think you know that there's probably a good. Ten to twenty percent of the of the team, he could probably be in a forty yard dash.
1: That's probably a pretty good estimate. I would, I think, ten to twenty percent is a good place. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to leave it at that. So even though our our team isn't performing great, at least we have a physically fit uh, head coach at the helm. So. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, it, one, although one last coming random. close to a nervous breakdown, probably
1: <laughs> his exactly, emotional state yeah. is
0: probably not great.
1: <laughs> Look, he's done a great job of, of of being rational and being calm. And that's one thing I appreciate appreciate about him. But man, when they were showing him and they were saying McVeigh has never lost four games in a row. He just, he looked like he looked lost. He just looked like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what yeah. else I can do. I don't know what else I can do. So, yeah. Uh, okay well, well so one much last of one. it has
0: nothing to do with his game plan and everything to do with circumstances thrown totally at him. so uh, you totally. know it's it's not time to start calling for his head yet but no uh, no totally I, somebody's he's... not at, at least not on this podcast
1: <laughs> exactly someone else's podcast can do that. Um, now you're familiar with Alvin Kamara. He's one of the star players on the saints. And, uh, I actually, I think he's a running back by trade, but he kind of does, he kind of does a little bit of everything. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was him. It wasn't clear to me. And I, I I'll admit I was kind of distracted, but I looked up and they showed his teeth during the game. I don't know if you saw this. They were straight up diamonds. They were, he was wearing a grill that was just like, uh, like no grill I've ever seen. I didn't even know they were allowed to wear them during the game. And, um, and it, and it was it looked great don't get me wrong but I started to think like if I was gonna have my teeth made out of anything it would not be diamonds and I was starting to think what would I want my if, if you so my question is if you could have your teeth made out of anything other than tooth other than bone whatever you know <laughs> what, what would it be and and I'll and, and I'll let you think about it for a second because I, I did I don't think I have a final answer on this, but the best I could come up with is, you know, those, uh, those necklaces that have the candy on them and you bite off the net, you bite off the candy. <laughs> I think I'd want yes. my teeth to be made of candy <laughs> so that I could constantly have that sweet taste in my mouth. But with this caveat that I would want them to be able to regrow so I could, I could sort of eat them each day. And then the next day I wake up and there's a new set of these delicious candy in my, uh, in my mouth. Right.
0: Although brushing them with, you know, toothpaste and stuff seems counterproductive because <laughs> yeah. you are trying to, to... To eliminate cavities uh, when you do that, it's it's funny, Kevin. You say that because uh, uh, I'm I am i am clear. I have not had lunch yet as we record this. <laughs> I'm very hungry. So the first thing I thought of was cheese. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. I don't think it's I don't think I would ever really want teeth made of cheese. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I just want cheese. So, um, I get it. That was the first thing I wanted to have in my mouth at this moment because I am starving. Well, uh, but yeah. <laughs>
1: if you if you stuck if you got a chip and you maybe put it over the oven, got it hot, and then you bit into it with your cheese you'd have nachos in your mouth instantly you'd have you'd have melty yeah. cheese with this chip that, that i am i am applauding maybe like one day of cheese teeth would be great but beyond that not yeah. so much
0: yeah. Cheese teeth would be, I mean, I, honestly, I can't think of many things I wouldn't want cheese on. So if you get a little bit of cheese in every bite of everything you have, short of your, you know, breakfast cereal or whatever, but I'm not even ruling that out. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm going to stand by my uh, initial response here and go with cheese teeth. Thank you. Kevin. Well,
1: Larry, we've answered the question. Somehow,
0: can we fit cheese teeth into the name of this episode? Is there, che-
1: cheese <laughs> teeth. Uh, well, I was just going to say, we've answered the question of when your team is three and seven, and they were expected to be way better. You talk about cheese teeth on your podcast instead of the actual <laughs> team. So we, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yep. Um, and African trees, African trees. Uh, as well. Um, you know.
0: Yeah. And, and look, and the news doesn't get any better. In addition to the fact that now we have uh, our starting quarterback still uh, potentially looking at more con- concussion protocol. Um, our star player, Cooper Cup, out for several more weeks. Yeah. And Still other lingering injuries and just the bewilderment of uh, how will this team ever get on back on track or are we just at the point where we just have to start looking toward next season. Um, when I say the news doesn't get any better because uh, when we get to a nice holiday weekend, we're going to have to turn around and have sour stomachs by traveling to Kansas City to take on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. on Thanksgiving Sunday. That's that's a rough prospect. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I might start looking to see if that King Tweety uh, <laughs> movie is going to be repeated <laughs> next Sunday. Because... I'm inclined to go that direction. I think I need something that's going to, you know, bring me some delight. And uh, the antics of a small yellow bird who uh, consistently gets chased by a putty (laughs) tat— seems like exactly the right speed for me at this time.
1: <laughs> we may have to just pick... When we watch the, the Rams play the Chiefs, maybe we'll just picture that we're a bunch of Tweety Birds running around on the field, and it'll make it somehow more entertaining. I mean, look, we're going to... Larry and I are going to be here welcoming you on board the bandwagon no matter yes. what happens as the season goes forward. You know, uh, I, I sort of made a joke about it last week, but I at this point, I'm almost, I'm almost happier that it's just we get to kind of... Uh, let off the brakes a little bit. Let off let off the gas a little bit. I should say in terms of like hoping that something good is going to happen because now yeah. there, there's a little less pressure on. Hey, you know what? We're, let's see. Let's just see what happens. Let's go out there and hope for the best. And maybe maybe the Rams right. upset the Chiefs, but they probably don't. And we'll be here regardless, making making silly little comments and having fun because that's that's what we do best.
0: Right, hey, it's, it's the most we can do. And if this brings uh, a little bit of respite and distraction from the hardcore Rams fans who are distraught right now, look, there's there's always a way to turn this around. We can always go into uh, uh, the end of the season with some momentum. This, this is kind of my new mantra now, which is maybe we can build something as we wrap up the season. We have not technically been eliminated from the playoffs yet, yeah. I guess. I don't think mathematically we're out, but uh, any more losses... Uh, may in fact, uh, push us over the edge. So we start thinking about, you know, how we rebuild or how we get stronger or how we come up with a game plan that maybe everybody figured out since last year. And we start to come up with new strategies, but we are going to be here. In fact, we'll be here again midweek this week. So thank you for joining us. Maybe we'll, uh, have more on cheese teeth. I'm going to actually, uh, research that a little bit and see if anybody's ever tried that. And, uh, the you know the pluses and minuses of uh, going with some sort of dairy product, for for, <laughs> for your bridge work. Uh, I can't see uh, a downside right now, but Zero. maybe there is
1: one. Zero downside. Go get yourself some cheese, Larry Morgan, and uh, and and thanks for being on this here bandwagon <laughs> with us. Enjoy, Larry. Welcome to the bandwagon.